Welcome everybody to Moose Milk Podcast, episode 38. 38. I'm your host, Ryan. Gonna wait for Matthew to join us, but I hope everybody's doing well. Another Friday night or early Saturday, depending where you are. And uh, yeah, we're almost on the verge of spooky season. It's officially fall and Halloween is coming close, so I will definitely be talking a lot about horror films in the coming weeks because I love horror. But we'll wait for Matt to join before we dive into that. But uh, yeah, we're going to uh, talk uh, what if episode, what are we on, seven? I think seven. Who can know? He's quick today. Very quick. There he is. Look at him. Look at him. He's so so adorable. Holla. What's up, buddy? You know, fucking here, man. <laughs> Spooky Ooh. season. Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah, man. We should bring it back. I'm surprised they haven't brought it back. And to be fair, though, most stuff like that they bring back are usually not good. Oh, yeah. No, totally. Like, I was thinking about that earlier. And I mean, this is going to be kind of out of left field, but not really. Why don't they bring back who's the boss? Like, come on. Mm. Tony Danza, baby. Imagine they got Tony Danza now. Is he even still alive? I don't think he is, is he? Or is he? He must yeah, be. He's got to be. Yeah, he wasn't that He's got to yeah. be still alive. I'm, he's probably like old, but like he could be like yeah. grandpa or something. Yeah, yeah. Imagine grandpa, grandpa fucking just hanging out. Yeah, he's alive. He's 70. <laughs> He's having a good time. Check it out. I fucking hate painting pink. Oh, I like it though. It looks good. Mm hmm. Got there. It's a bit heavy in a few spots, like thick. Like I put, applied yeah. it to but sure. really like it. It's and coming got, along, buddy. Yeah, man. I should be able to do finish all the big stuff tonight, and then it's just detailing. Right on, sir. Yeah. Very nice work. I'm liking it. Turned out yeah, pretty hell good. Yeah. So, and I get to open a bunch of toys tonight too. I got some cool Miles Gamerverse in his translucent kind of phase there. Yep. Yep. I got, I got a Mafex Mandalorian that was delayed for the last year, actually. Jesus. I know. So I'm not even excited about it anymore because I'm so, it's been so delayed. I got this cool yeah. Spider Man 2099. There you go, sir. And then I got this less exciting Skullbuster. So cool. It looks cool. Yeah. I'm excited to open the Miles and the Mando. I'm not really excited to open the Mando, but... Did you end up getting your uh, fucking... Uh... Sentinel? Yeah. Still hasn't shipped. I know. Uh... I was just listening to a podcast and the guys were like, Oh, yeah, they're talking about how they haven't gotten theirs shipped yet or whatever. And they're like, there's a shipping label for it, but it hasn't moved in weeks. I'm like, I don't even have that to look forward to. I don't have anything. <sighs> I think in Canada, man, we just don't get anything, on you know, quick. I know that, like, the general, I know there's, I know at least one Canadian person who has, like, gotten a, a shipping notice for theirs. So, yeah, I know they are out there, but, you know, considering how many of my friends have bought them that are in yeah. Canada. I'm surprised that I don't know more people that have gotten them. So sure. Yeah. Well, so. if you if you're from Canada and have ordered a Sentinel, you can reach out to Matt and tell him that you have your shipping label and he does yeah. it and then laugh yeah. in the reply. 
and then I'll cry, and then and I'll yeah. capture his tears and drink them. <laughs> Not weird, and but so will so will Finn. Anyway, so uh, what have you been watching this week? What have you been doing this week? Mm. It was a real banger of a week for me. I had a busy week yeah. again. No surprise. Um, what did I watch this week? I've been watching Community in the background while I've been working. Still, I'm on the yeah. shitty. I'm on the shitty seasons now, so it's like, bleh. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. It's fine. It's still, still some laughs. Um, and then we watched the season, the series finale of that uh, Nine Perfect Strangers yesterday. So. Just a short tunnel dig away from my sentence. Oh my god. You, I wish I could go through the whole thing. So in our group chat, so that's Elvin. So it, yeah. he he ordered six Sentinels and he got them all shipped to Blaine, Washington, I think. So now, so him and another guy in our group, Andrew, he, he sent his to the US too and the borders are still closed so we can't. So they've been talking about different ways. There was one night where they went back and forth all these different ways of how they could like get in. And Andrew's like, we should build a catapult. He's like, but then we'd have to have one on the other side too. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just need one of those uh, those suicide bags for when people jump off the roof, you know, it just, it just drops into that. <laughs> oh man, so funny. I feel for You can have somebody drive them across the border. You just can't go across yourself. Really? Yeah, the Americans can come over. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I don't know if he has anybody set up over there that could do that, or if they would even let him. I'm not sure because like it goes to a mailbox, right? Speedboat, <laughs> scuba gear, <laughs> hot air balloon. I got to see him today. It was very nice. We haven't seen each other in a while, so that's awesome. He's been busy working away on his channel, and he doesn't have time for anyone anymore. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, um, we picked up shit this this uh, morning from him at the mall. We met up. And nice. Yeah, it was good. It's nice to see him. But I haven't watched it. Sorry, I cut you off about your season finale. Oh, man. It was so good. It, good? it ended so well. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. I'll watch it next week. Yeah, yeah, I would recommend it. But uh, I think that's all I've watched. I haven't really bought And I watched What If, but I didn't even watch it twice this week, so... Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, so I started the show called uh, Midnight Mass. It just came on Netflix today. It's uh, from uh, Mike Flanagan, who did uh, Haunting at Hill House and Haunting at Blind Manor. I don't know if you watched either of those. No, no. You should 100,000% watch Haunting at Hill House. It's so fucking good. What is it? Horror or is it? It's, it's spooky. It's not horror. Like, it's not like blood and guts like oh my god this is terrifying like the first episode is probably the spookiest episode of them all but it's more of like a drama about like um i mean without spoiling it basically a group of people that are all family members grew up in a in a, this haunted house basically and they all had different experiences in this haunted house and the show bounces between them as children and them as adults and how growing up in this house like fucked them up in different ways or affected them in different ways and um it kind of it kind of evolves and bounces back and forth between different time frames and you kind of learn more about their childhood as you're learning more about them as adults and then yeah, he, did, he did another series called haunting at blind manor which is 
it's not a sequel series. It's not like a season two. It's a completely separate series, but it has a lot of the same actors from Haunting at Hill House coming back and playing different characters in Blind Manor. I feel um, like we watched. I feel like we watched. I'm writing it down just so I can double check. I feel like we I watched. Like, it's fucking phenomenal. I feel like we did. And I think um, Kate liked it, and I didn't mind it. I think, but I don't remember. It's really, really good. But he just it just released today. It's called Midnight Mass. It's a complete spinoff. It, like has nothing to do with the other two. Um, and it's, uh, basically, uh, I don't want to spoil anything. So it's only seven episodes. It's only one season, but each episode all is dropped like at, an hour. All dropped at once. What's that? All did it all drop? At yeah, once? it's all out. It's all out today. So I only watched the first four episodes today, but, nice, uh, nice. it's, uh, basically a, a guy goes back to his like hometown, basically after like a tragic event in his life. And the, the, his hometown is like this island's. Uh, really small community, really like, like it's like a hundred people big or whatever. And it's like super hyper religious and him dealing with this like hyper religious community, uh, after dealing with like some tragic events in his life, basically. And I don't want to spoil it, but it gets like very, um, not horror, but like, um, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, it has horror elements, but it's also like kind of like culty at times and like spooky that way. I don't know. It's it's cool. It's really cool. So hmm. I recommend that. I only watched first four episodes. I don't know how it ends, but um, so far I'm really really digging it. Really well written. Nice. Um, nice. Red Rita Pinto. I don't think so. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't know who that is either. Not from what I can tell. Not from the cast list, but I could be wrong. It has um, Rahul Kohli from iZombie, and he was in Haunting at Blind Manor. He's a really good actor. I really like him. He's really funny. Um, a couple people returning from Haunting at Hill House and Haunting at Blind Manor, but most of the cast is newish from what I can tell, but wasn't recognizable names to me, but they could have been in a lot of other things that I just never watched. But um, really well written. I really, really like uh, Mike Flanagan. He does really cool things, so. He's, a, he's the uh, director of the show. So That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then um, American Survivor started this week. So I watched the first episode right. of that. Just only that. once a week. But um, so far, interesting. It's it's very, very different from people that haven't watched Survivor in a long time or uh, or have watched it and didn't watch the premiere. It's They're definitely changing things up. It's the 41st season. So um <laughs> Fucking crazy, man. That's such a wild number. 40, yeah, season 47. You know. 41. 41. 41, whatever. It's still fucking crazy. Um, yeah, well, it's been on since 2000, right? So they do two That's seasons bonkers. a year, basically. So it's bonkers. Yeah, 20 years. But um, yeah, it was interesting. They changed a lot of things up. They j- definitely changed like some of the filming style, and um, it's gotten a lot more modern in like how it's casted and everything like that. Like a lot more diversity, a lot more. Um, people from different backgrounds and different cultures and, and everything like that. So it, it, they're definitely becoming more modern in that way. Um, yeah, it was an interesting first episode. So cool. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. But Nice. Yeah, that's sweet. That's about that's it. Awesome. I, I, I didn't yeah. watch too much this week, other than well, my normal shows, but nothing like new or, or anything like that. That I, was, I didn't have much time this week. So Yeah, same here. I was trying to get to it. I even, like, I'm trying to get my painting done because when my mom comes i can't i won't really have access to this room so like sure. i can still sculpt and shit in the other room but like i can't really paint because all my yeah yeah ears here so i'm trying to get this hoppus off my table before 
um, before she comes. So that way I can just do sculpting over the next few weeks. Sure, sure. What's yeah. up, uh, Nikita6311? We're good. How are you? Hope you're well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm um, good. Yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, might as well get it out of the way now and then you can kind of have a two week, uh, vacation from it, you know, and spend time with your mom. And yeah, I mean, I'm still going to work on stuff. I'm just going to have to keep it to sculpting. So like, I, yeah. won't, I won't really be able to do any painting. So sure. no, but whatever. Fine. Yeah, it works. It should be all right. Looking forward right. to her visit. Yeah, no, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, other than that, I, uh, I'm going to start a video game tonight that uh, just came out. I know. Uh, Kenna Bridge of Spirits. I'm going to start that after we're finished the podcast. Came out on Tuesday. I just haven't had any time to play it. So, um, yeah. Other than that, not a whole lot. It rained here for like three days straight. So, yeah. Yeah. We've had, we've had nice weather, but it's definitely like turned to fall. Like, I'm, I'm wearing oh. jeans. I'm wearing it was like, like eight degrees here yesterday. Oh really? Yeah, it's not that cold here. I think it's it's kind of averaging out about like sixteen degrees here, so it's been It warmed cool. up today, but yesterday it was fucking freezing. Like my sister was like, Oh, I had to uh I had to turn on the heat in my house. It was fucking oh freezing. My God. Yeah. <laughs> oh it, it got really, really cold and now today it's warmed up, but it rained literally for three days straight where like they're like, Oh fuck, Windsor's gonna flood like all over. Like it was a shit show. But it didn't mm-hmm. as far as I know it didn't. You see, astonishing says that you should check out Deathloop. Yeah, it's on. Uh, it's on my backlog. Um, I'm not a huge fan of their previous games, so it wasn't on my like mandatory. I got to get this right away. But um, probably October, November, I'm gonna check it out. Um, I got Canterbury Spirits. I want to play, and then um, Diablo 2 Remastered came out today, so I'm gonna check that out too because I love Diablo. And there's a few games in October I want to check out, but other than that, um, yeah, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll get to Deathloop eventually. I want to wait for a price drop. I'm not paying eighty dollars for it, so <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Um, what else happened this week? Seemed like it was a slow news week. Yeah, I didn't see much about it, much of anything. Like, I don't know, I um. I watched What If, and then I did, I I try to like go around the internet a little bit and find like news and things that we can talk about. And mm-hmm. I didn't really see much going on, so yeah, it seemed quiet this week. So yeah, I mean, um, we got Venom next week. I'm gonna see it Friday. So right, I need to make a point to do that. I gotta make a reminder right now. I'm gonna fucking forget. Yeah, uh, so Venom tickets. I'm gonna try to see that Friday night. I have okay. plans to go see it, so we can talk about it next Friday. Uh, yeah, we should. Then I'm two spoilers. Yeah, we should. That's just unfortunate I mean, for anybody who can't catch it right away, but... Well, the way I look yeah, at no, it is... Yeah, I was waiting like three weeks <laughs> until I come well, back. Well, not right? just that, but like, if you can't watch it right away, that's fine. Like, come back and watch, listen to the episode, uh, you know, a week from now when you can check it out or whatever. So. We, we can talk what if... Um, we can talk what if first and then we can kind of say all right from this point on it's going to be bad yeah. talk so you can all fuck off or you can let us ruin it for you yeah sure. i have a I feeling mean, we're going to be fine ruining it for them because i'm pretty sure it's going to be terrible even though there's people saying that it's really good i don't i still don't think so <laughs> i'm in the exact same boat as you is a i think it's gonna be bad enough where people want us to make fun of it for how bad it is yeah and but not that's in not what i way, but in a I don't want that. 
I, I'd rather it be great and enjoy it, but um, I think it's going to be really bad. And yeah, I, I think it's going to be like, oh, God, we have to rip this movie apart a little bit because... Oh, man. I'm actually looking forward to it. So I don't know if anybody, I mean, the, there's people here that might know this, right? But like me and Ryan have known each other for a long time. I remember when we went, I came home once and we saw, we saw Phoenix. We saw Dark Phoenix. What was it? it was Dark Phoenix. We saw Dark Phoenix. And like the fucking second that it started, Ryan started making fun of it. And I was just like, this is going to be so fucking fun. I think I had just taken some edibles too. Like I was pretty fun. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so yeah. fucking bad. But it was so funny. Like we had both had an edible, and <laughs> right from like the opening scene, I couldn't help but start laughing because of how badly it was acted. And then we both kind of started tearing into it. And I mean, the theater was like empty, and it was like opening yeah. night. I think it was like it wasn't even the opening scene. I'm pretty sure it started with like a voiceover, and like the second Charles started talking, or it might have been Gene, maybe I can't remember. I don't remember. But you, I can't remember exactly what you said, but fuck, it just made me like burst out laughing. Like I couldn't. I that like, movie's so fucking bad. Yeah, sometimes bad movies are fun like that. In that case, oh yeah, because we both went in being like, we're just gonna rip this thing apart, the whole fucking thing. Like, that's also a reason I love horror films so much is, like, most horror films aren't good movies. They're fun because of how bad they are. Like, it, it's fun to call out characters and go, like, hey, what the fuck? Like, this guy is fucking an idiot. Like, why would you do that? Or whatever. Like, it's fun to have that commentary of, like, how stupid some of the characters act in horror. Like, especially 80s horror. Like, you know, the Friday the 13th yeah. sequels or Nightmare on yeah. Elm Street sequels or any of that. Yeah. Like, Nightmare on Elm Street or... Yeah, they're cheesy as fuck, and they're fun because of that, but, like, bad movies that are meant to be good movies, like Venom or or a lot of the X-Men movies, it's like, this is bad in spite of itself. Like, it's it's not trying to be bad, it's just bad. It is bad, yeah, by nature of what it is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is, like, I guess you like what you like, right? And, like, that's fine, but it's just, like, for me, like, I saw Venom, and I was like... I'm not like I love how he looks. Yeah. Like that was really the only saving grace was that Oh, for sure. He looked cool. But then like everything else was horrible. Yeah, Chucky yeah. movies used to make me laugh too. They were fucking all those old cheesy horror movies were I can't watch Chucky. You can't? Are you afraid of the doll? I'm terrified. <laughs> so when I was a kid, okay, this is this is story time with Ryan. Everybody <laughs> Pull up a seat, put on a nice pair of socks, pour yourself a little bit of scotch. Story time with Ryan. So um, when I was like really young, uh, like, I don't know, maybe four or five, maybe six at most, um, I lived in an apartment building and every, like, oh, will you stop? Every weekend, um, every weekend they had a, a family movie night where they'd play like a Disney movie every Friday. Like they'd play like whatever was hit at the time, like Aladdin or like fucking whatever, right? Um, this is obviously before Aladdin, so it wouldn't have been Aladdin, no, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> whatever the hit 80s, 90s, early Disney movies would have been. Um, and so yeah, every Friday, like my mom would let me go down into like this like community room where all these like kids were, were watching this fucking movie. And then Halloween came around and whoever was running this fucking thing decided to play Chucky for a group of like seven year olds and 
Yeah. So I seen that fucking movie and I started bawling. Like I was terrified. <laughs> and um yeah, I just remember running upstairs like bawling into my apartment and my mom gave me a Mr. Freezy. I don't know why that's like glued into my head. But um but I had I don't know if you remember this, but there was these these dolls from like the late eighties, early nineties called My Buddy. And it looked mm, exactly baby. like Chucky. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it was almost identical to Chucky. It was called My Buddy. I don't know. You can look it up. Go on fucking Google and, and search it. You'll probably find a picture of it. And I, I have two. Well, I have a lot of siblings, but my older half brother would sit like beneath my bed after I went to sleep. And as I was falling asleep, he popped the head over the back of my bed and go, it's Chucky. Oh and scare the shit out of me. Okay, and so like, I get why then. Yeah, so I did. I just have never been able to watch it. I think I've seen the first one maybe once since then. I have never gone back and rewatched those movies because I'm just, I don't know. It's like a mental thing where I I can't get over it. I haven't watched some of those old horror movies in so long. I I wonder how they've aged. Like like I used to be a huge fan of Sleepaway Camp, especially yeah. Sleepaway Camp Two. I love Sleepaway Camp Two. I wonder how I haven't seen those movies since I was like me neither. Fifteen forever, been forever. Yeah, like even Child's Play. Like I, I used, I love Child's Play one. Like I thought the first sure. one was so fucking good. And like, I yeah, I wonder how that would hold up. I, I think. Did you see the remake? Ah, uh, I didn't. No, I didn't either. No. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of out of horror. Horror movies just don't really do it for me anymore. I feel like most of my love for horror movies is nostalgic based. So it's like, like it, it takes me back. Like, to the days I'm... when I liked my brother and <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, Elvin's in Elvin's throne. <laughs> oh, and I should just send him a Chucky doll. That's what I should. Elvin, you're banned from the chat. We're gonna ban you. I'm sorry. Um, it's been nice knowing you. You seem like a nice guy, but you're banned. I'm sorry. I'm you kidding. seemed. You seemed like a nice yeah. guy. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, it's not. Did I tell you that my house is haunted? Mm-mm. Round two of story time with Run. Hey, so he, maybe we can have them as a guest. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Oh, man. Anyway, so anybody that doesn't know that, why would you know this other than that? I, bu- I bought my childhood home um, last, late last year. Um, so I'm living in the house I basically grew up in now. And um, yeah, last last week or the week before, I was I I was on vacation, so I went to bed at like a normal human time because I I work midnights. So I normally go to bed at like eight or nine in the morning. I was really tired, so I went to bed at like I don't know two a.m. Maybe it's like the first time in probably three years that I've gone to bed at at night. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm sleeping, whatever, and my dog starts freaking the fuck out in the middle of the night. Starts barking in the corner of the room, staring at the ceiling, just barking, and I'm like what the fuck is happening and i rolled over and there was just like this dark figure standing over me like fucking <laughs> leaning over me staring down at me just like over my bed and i freaked the fuck out and i don't know like maybe i was half asleep and it was just like yeah. me waking out of a dream i don't believe in ghosts i'm not a religious person so like i don't believe in any of that shit but it terrified me enough where I, I got up and turned all the lights on in my house because I was like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. And then a week later, my dog started barking again and I refused to turn over and look. I just put the blankets over my head and went back to sleep. 
Man. I was like, yeah, I don't want to fuck with that. And yeah. then I told my mom, and she was like, oh, yeah, that house is haunted. And I'm like, oh, well, thanks, mom. Thank you for telling me this when I bought it. Thank Something you. You should have brought to my attention yesterday. Exactly, exactly. But no, I, I love horror films. Like, um, I was always a huge Friday the 13th fan. I love Friday the 13th. Um, Jason X is my favorite Friday the 13th movie, even though everybody hates that movie. But I think it's the funnest, one of the funnest horror films ever made. I was never a Jason um, fan, ever. I love Jason. I like Halloween. I like Nightmare on Elm Street, but yeah, Friday the 13th was always, always my favorite. Um, but then, like, obviously, Scream. Scream's my favorite horror film. I love Scream. Yeah, I like Scream I a lot, wait. too for the new screen movie that comes out next year like i'm stoked for it it could be terrible um i expect it to be terrible but i can't wait for it yeah yeah i don't i i don't know if i'll care to see that or not but i mean i the first one was good so i like scream 2 scream 3 is yeah, awful I, like scream 2 too, I guess um scream 4 i liked until the ending i thought the ending was yeah. terrible but yeah um yeah i don't know i love like seeing those people come back and um yeah i'm really excited for it i hope it's good but i have a feeling it's probably really bad but yeah. any of those like um 80 slasher movies like i'll totally watch same, same here texas chainsaw massacre and stuff too i like sure. all that shit too yeah yeah um i also love the screen parodies scary movie so good first two scary movies were good i don't i haven't seen them since they came out so oh, they God, could, i haven't seen them in forever but i remember yeah, they could be dated them. as fuck i yeah. have no idea we should probably since we're gonna have a couple weeks where we don't really have anything to talk about we should base them around the uh, halloween stuff yeah i think, I think a couple classics the week after you come back or the week after will be halloween it'll be, yeah it'll be like we'll the 22nd weeks. and 20 we'll two weeks before halloween i think i think we technically i think that's right Halloween. So, like the, the the episode on the 29th, I think would be the Friday. We should yeah. um, we should do that whole episode just like horror films and like yeah. talk about horror films and yeah. movies and scary movies and shit. I agree. That'd be a good idea. Yeah. But anyway, we should probably get into what if because we're half hour into this episode. We should get into what if. What did you think? Week. Um. Um. It, like I didn't dislike it. I liked it. I felt like it was kind of felt like it was like one of those weird, like just considering how dark a lot of these things have been, this one seemed like very like lighthearted and like it totally. was, it was nice, funny, but I, it was funny. Yeah. I liked the voice cast. I felt like it was good that they got every, like so many people back. 100%. Uh, and I also loved all the cameos. Yeah. But like I feel like it didn't really do that much for me. I totally agree. But I I will say that the fights between Captain Marvel and Thor were probably yeah. some of the best um like some of the best stuff I think we've seen in this whole show. Like I agree. Like I thought the fight scenes looked cool and I thought they were done very well. I think this was like the least consequential episode like it yes. had next to no plot it had like really like it was basically like hey what if thor never became like a superhero and he was just a bro and yeah. rode out every opportunity he got and partied and like basically was like a a college dude that was like in a fraternity like it was like there wasn't really any plot 
to it other than like he goes to planets and parties so hard that the planets are destroyed yes um imagine partying that hard god i wish man like andrew w. Even have five years album about him what's that i said andrew wk must have wrote that his first album just about brothor you know it's like yeah <laughs> party rock or whatever it's like yeah 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 no, I, I thought it was a really funny episode. Like, I laughed out loud a few times during the episode. Yeah, me too. But me too. I found it very, like, if this episode didn't exist, we weren't getting, like, uh, there was no lo- no loss. You know, yeah. like, the story had no real importance. Yeah, I feel like the end is going to, though. But we can get to that in a minute. Yeah. Um, there are some but awesome- again, it yeah. ends in a spot where I'm like, why is it ending here? I don't understand. I kind of feel like this one is going to be continued and then I feel like we're going to start seeing everything tie together. I'm kind of getting that vibe where like, I think everything's yeah. going to somehow everything's going to kind of come together in like a Pulp Fiction kind of way where everything kind of works with each other or something, right? Yeah, so. no, and that's what I'm hoping for. Um, yeah. I need that party Millinor with, with beads, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I love put, that too. You should do it on your, oh, he has a on his wall where he like does his reviews he has the stormbreaker you should put some that's awesome. party beads on stormbreaker that'd be funny yeah i um i thought the episode was really like like i said well acted for the most part very funny mm-hmm. it just plot wise had real almost Nothing. zero plot um, yeah again i was surprised that natalie portman was willing to come back and play the character in like a basically a Disney princess almost kind of way where like yes. she's head over heels for Thor and like really is not like a strong female role, even though that was part of the reason why she didn't want to do Ragnarok and like right. they convinced her to come back because she was basically going to be a badass in, in Love and Thunder. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't want to speak for her, like you can go read interviews with her or whatever, but mm-hmm. um, I found it kind of weird that she was basically just like, a damsel in distress fault head over yeah. heels for Thor character in this, but um I love seeing Darcy back. Me too. Me too. Uh, I leave <laughs> my wife for Natalie too, and I don't even have a wife. <laughs> Every time I think of Natalie Portman, I think of that Lonely Island song. Where oh, she totally. raps the Natalie yeah, Portman. Natalie rap, yeah. So good. And um, uh her role in Black Swan. Woo! I remember that movie. Vaguely, yeah. anyways. She's fucking so hot. But, um, sand. It's annoying, you know? Yeah, I hear you on that one. But, um, no, I, uh, I don't know. I like the episode. Like I said, it's just, I really wish they... <laughs> add a point to each story like i wish this yeah. felt like it was leading to a end point or a cohesion of all these different storylines yeah me, um, I do too. maybe that's the point maybe like episode nine they're gonna be more cohesive or maybe you know season two they're all gonna kind of come together in some way where we get like a uh, avengers made up of like party thor and fucking zombie iron man and like you know whatever like all these random bits and pieces, uh, Captain Carter instead of Captain America, so yeah. on and so forth. Like, I think it would be interesting to see all these like huge differences and varieties. Maybe um, Killmonger as Black Panther, you know, in this new Avengers or something like that. Like, if these all coalesced into like a, a Avengers type storyline in season two, 
I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, they need cool. some kind of way to like tie this all together. And maybe that's the point is that it has no point. These are just offshoots. Mm, maybe that's it. And you get what you get out of it. And it's the end, but knowing Marvel and the MCU, I would hope that they have a plan to tie this in somehow. Yeah, I would hope so. But I guess time will be the jet the will tell on that one. So Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I liked it. Like I loved there were some really great cameos in it. Like it was cool to see like the Guardians. Like it was cool to yep. see like Nebula and Rocket and, and Drax was there again. And um funny to see that uh Darcy gets married to Howard the Duck. I thought that was pretty funny. It's just like lots it of like, somehow silly, made sense too. Just like a bunch of like silliness, right? It was just so Yeah. It was, it was weird, but and I and love Jeff Goldblum. That, yeah, I love that Jeff Goldblum was there, and so was Topaz. I don't know if it was the same yeah. person that played her, but uh, I don't know either. But yeah, I, I, the other thing I really liked was Loki as a frost giant. I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah, it was. Brother from I always kind of felt that they were going to bring him back to that at some point. Yeah, maybe. And yeah. maybe it's not too I, late. Yeah, maybe not, but. I always felt like that he was inevitably going to end up back, like trying to rule the Frost Giants or something like that. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fair grease. That's, that's fun. Hold on. Ben's like, yeah, don't forget to tell him what I said. <laughs> My window is open, so. Oh, you can hear people outside. Astonishing and I said it was the same lady. That's cool. Right on. That, that played Topaz. That's awesome. Yeah, it That's, seemed like almost everybody came back for this. So like honestly, I can appreciate the um the love like that sort of thing, right? It's like you could replace her with anybody, especially because she had like one line. So it's like yeah. she didn't even need to be there. But the fact that they bring her back is awesome. Astonishing says, must be a ghost nearby. That's why the dog's barking. <laughs> yeah. Every time I shouldn't have told stories. For now, yeah. now on, <laughs> I'm not telling any stories on this podcast. Forget it. <laughs> the chat is going to rip me apart every time I do it. Um, so no, I, I, I love that they're willing to pay these uh, voice actors or, you know, actors and actresses to come back. Even if it's just a small cameo or anything like that. Like, um, it's cool that just for a line or two, they're willing to pay these people to like, hey, yeah, come back and play this character again. And it's just, it's great world building and it's yeah, great. I agree. Um, yeah, just to see like these characters carry on into um, more things, you know? Yeah. 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 It's, it's cool to see. It, I think it says a lot about the actors who agree to do it too, because it's just like, yeah, totally. Yeah. Nice to see that they care enough to want to. I know it's a paycheck, but I mean, still. Yeah, but yeah. like how I'm would you sure feel so like, much. Hey, do you wanna you wanna come and choose some lines? Just one line for Disney Plus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I know. Sure. It, it, it'd probably be heartbreaking too, in a way of like, hey, do you wanna come back and play this character? And you're like, Oh sweet, I'm gonna get a whole episode on this show. It's like, oh no, 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 you have one line. You gotta say <laughs> like, Hey, but Thor, the stop that doing that, and that's your line. But the fact that they still do it is is awesome to me. No, it's like, cool. It's just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So no, it's it's uh yeah, it's fine. I loved I did love Thor as like a bro. I thought he was pretty funny. I liked when him yeah. and Jane got the science and magic tattoos. I thought that was pretty good. That was funny. 
Yeah, and I like um, the... It's almost I like, like um, The Hangover, you know, like they're out yes. for a party night and yeah. they wake up in a hotel room and they're not sure what the <laughs> fuck happened and... You know what? Um, yeah, you know what would have been great in one of those club scenes when all the bubbles were coming out. If the, all of a sudden you looked over and Baron Zemo was like, "Yeah, that'd be awesome." <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it, it was really funny, and like, I love seeing that aspect of like Thor just being Thor, you know, before yeah. he became all serious and, and superhero-y. So it's yeah. cool to see that aspect. Yes, it was. It was. It was fun. It was a good. It was. It was lighthearted and it was fun. Um, but I do think that we're going to do more with that ending. I, no, feel I, agree. Like, I feel like the Watcher being present when when um, Ultron... So, so for anybody who we're spoiling this for, the <laughs> Ultron... <laughs> A little late end, for that. At the end... Uh, Ultron, this crazy looking Ultron shows up and he has all the Infinity Stones implanted in his chest and then he has the Mind Stone in his head and then his face lid opens up in its vision and it looks cool as fuck looks so cool I want to fucking figure that oh man, if they like, I haven't really bought much of the what if stuff outside of like Hydra Stomper and, and Captain Carter but yeah. um, I, I would buy that because that oh, would yeah, it's dope. be just so imposing and so cool looking. Really cool so, looking. I um, Especially if you had a yeah. thing that flips up and you could yeah. see vision underneath. That'd be, no, it'd be great. But what I, I was I saying... Oh, sorry. I don't understand like where that came from though. Like That was a thing that I didn't really get. So that's where I'm going with this is we're getting to the last two episodes now and it was weird because when that happened, it, the Watcher was there. So it's like you know, he's basically watching this happen and right. and it comes out of nowhere. And I'm like, whereas like everything else, like, you know, the Thanos one at the end where they kind of let it linger at the end kind of made sense because he, you know, they basically set it up as he gets there and then Thanos is there, like the villains are there, right? So it's, right. this one was different because this had nothing to do with anything. And like, we literally just spent a whole episode partying and then all of a sudden this Ultron with the Infinity Stone right. shows up and we're like, what the fuck? Um, so yeah, so I, I actually think that we might even pick up next episode there. Like, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, Astonishing says, question for you guys, what did Ultron sacrifice to get the Soul Stone? Hopefully mm. Wanda. Yeah, but it, it, but in this situation, hmm. We don't know. Yeah. I guess it could be anything, really. But, okay, so hang on a second. Where do we get the Soul Stone from in the first place? That's from the Scepter, isn't it? No, the Soul Stone is the one that he, sa he sacrifices uh, Black Widow for. Right, right. That's right. That's where I'm getting this next up. Um, yeah, what would he have sacrificed to get that? The only thing that makes sense is Wanda, but... Yeah. Yeah, maybe. That'd be fucking dark. Oh, my God. Imagine... <laughs> Jesus fucking... <laughs> well, Gamora in, in Infinity War, but... Um, Black Widow in, in Endgame. Yeah. But I was thinking, I was thinking even just in in this, right? Like, in, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it would make sense for it to be Wanda, but I, Wanda I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, it's hard to know what timeline they're in. Like, does he yeah. even know Wanda in this world? Like, 
Yeah. Um, they may not even go. I mean, that's a whole other story. Like they might just have to leave that on the back burner and just be like, we don't have time to explain why <laughs> this is happening. But well, not just that, that, but what what does what does he want to achieve, right? Like what yeah. what is his purpose of collecting all the stones? Um obviously it's probably not to snap out half of humanity. Like I would assume as uh, you know, a computer AI intelligence, whatever, like um it would make more sense for him to be like, oh, humanity can't can't handle this themselves. I need control over their future or something like that, where like I, I'm smarter than what humans would do, so I need to yeah. be able to fix their problems as like a superhero or something like that, where I can rewind time or you know so on and so forth. So that's the only thing I can think of really. But obviously, you know, having all that power is going to corrupt you. So yeah, I don't know if we're getting like a bad ultra or a bad vision or a, you know a, a hero vision or whatever. But that's the cool thing is though this could be. Um... This could be whatever it wanted to be. Uh, Astonishing says, my theory is he sacrifices vision for the soul stone because I think Ultron loved vision. Doesn't he actually like say something kind of like that in Age of Ultron where he talks about, talks fondly about, um, I guess it wouldn't be vision. Vision's like the ultimate version of Of him, right? Yes. It's the next evolution of Ultron. So I think he's like, almost jealous that visions like the you know the the better version of himself basically he knows sure. that he's like the outdated version of what what he was trying to be but um you know whether vision is actually out to help humanity or you know destroy humanity because they're beyond saving and that's why he collected the stones or whatever is he like he knows that humanity is too stupid to save themselves or something along those lines. Like, you know, but, um, I hope they carry on that storyline. Cause that's interesting. Like I, I hope that's, you know, the next episode, but yeah, from what we've seen so far, it seems like they end on these cliffhangers and then don't touch it again. So yeah. Yeah. Let's hope honestly, if, if they, if they bring all of this together and they wrap it up, even in just some way, I it's never going to be at the level I want it to be because let's even if the next episode was 45 minutes and they had to wrap up like seven different storylines, like there's no way you could do them all justice in that time. But if, no, they totally. could at least, if they could at least make it make sense that they're all together or something, yeah, I'd be, I'd be pretty satisfied with that. Yeah, no, I, I think that's I, I have a feeling this is season two, is yeah. I think they're setting up all these story arcs and then season two kind of resolves all the, you know, the cliffhangers and really finishes off some of these storylines, whether that has a further reach into the MCU or if this is like a more of a self-contained thing, I don't know, but yeah, but here's, here's my question though, is like how much time do we spend with these characters who ultimately don't like, aren't, relevant to the overall story like i guess what I'm well, trying that, to say was, is, that like, was my problem if, from the get-go yeah but like if we do season two or when we do season two because yeah like astonishing said yeah. they said it was coming like do we just see all these stories just continue again like see the thing is it's like the thing i like about what if as a comic book is like you spend a few minutes with it and then it's done and like i think 
if we had to just go every season where we get like one episode about that story, like I don't think I want. I don't. I don't think I would want that. Like that. I would rather have something new, and like, like I would rather see something different than than have a reoccurring of the kind of the same thing from last time. I know it could be a different story, but like, that's just not the way I want my story to be told. Like I don't want to get one episode every season for each storyline. Like that's silly. Well, I think. I think they could do it in a way where some of these stories um, converge into one storyline and they finish it off. Like, I think, you know, they could take like two or three of these different stories and then do one episode kind of finalizing that grouping of storylines and then do another episode finishing the other group of storylines and then do, you know, like a new thing where a new what if starts and then, you know, by episode four or five, maybe, you know, converge like the last three episodes and do a, you know, finalize that storyline and then jump into a few more new things. Like, I think there's an easy way to continue all this on. But like I said, it's like, if this doesn't affect the rest of the MCU, then really what is the point? Like, we're just, yeah. you know, these one-off storylines are, are, are interesting, but I'm not that compelled by it to be like, oh man, I can't wait to see what happens in season two. Like none of these storylines affect me enough where I'm I'm emotionally attached to any of these versions of these characters where I'm like, fuck, season two, 2023, I'm yeah. putting that in my calendar. Like if they were like, eh, no, nah, we're not going to do a season two. I'd be like, okay, cool. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Astonishing says Feige did say some of these characters will cross over, so who knows? Yeah, didn't I? I feel like they've kind of already said, or maybe like obviously not confirmed, but like there's a pretty big rumor I think that Haley Atwood Atwell's in Captain or is in uh, Doctor Strange. I think. Well, not even that, but like if they're gonna do multiversal things, yeah, it's very very easy for them to go. Hey, we're in this like in in Doctor Strange. Say, hey, we accidentally entered Earth. 3,402 and it's all zombies and here's yeah. a bunch of the zombie characters we introduced in that what if episode and it's a cameo of five six characters or whatever in live action and then they bounce out of that timeline and they're in you know party thor timeline where the earth is destroyed and and thor's you know whatever like they could do a lot of these things and it's just brief like glimpses at earth 4,000 earth 22,000 like it doesn't have to be a lasting, impactful thing yeah. in the episode. No, I know that. But I know it's that. a callback. Yeah, I, I feel like if they don't, it would be disappointing. Because, I mean, like, it, that's literally the whole plot line of the multiverse movie, right? Of, of Doctor Strange. So it'd be like, it'd be disappointing if they traveled the multiverse and we don't get to revisit some of these in, like, a live action sequence yeah. at least, right? Like, like with with Haley Atwell, I can totally a hundred percent see her being in Me too. Uh, uh you know, Captain Carter movie or a cameo in another movie. Like I think yeah. it'd be dumb not to do that, but I also I think um some of these characters are too silly to do in a live action universe yeah, where like it's not gonna be a lasting, you know, permanent character. I I could like I said, I could see them doing it in like a brief yeah, hey, we enter this universe and this is what's going on and then bounce out of it. But I can't see them going like, hey, we need to have a universe where Darcy's married to fucking the dog. And here we go. Like, you know, it's just it's too it's too animated, you know, kiddish thing to like really carry on. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Stanley says, can you imagine she kicks the crap out of Captain America Falcon? That'd be great. <laughs> that would be great. I'd love that. <laughs> yeah no like i mean 
they're definitely all about the the women superhero right now. Like the, yeah. the, they're clearly setting it up for a huge um, push into like, hey, we could do like an all woman Avenger movie. Well, yeah, we're going to get, we're going to get, um, what's her name playing, uh, Kate Bishop in Hawkeye. So there's your female Hawkeye. You got Elena replacing Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow. She Hulk. Yep. Now we have Captain America. And then we'll have Ironheart for, uh, Iron Man. Right. Like, that's what I mean is, yeah, you could do like an all woman Avengers movie in, you know, a year or two. And that's fine. That's great. Um, Alvin's favorite? I, I I wouldn't be surprised if that's actually a thing they're gonna do. Like me neither. Wouldn't shock me at all. Yeah, me neither. So but yeah, I don't know. Like I mean, the thing is, is like some of the Marvel female characters are pretty awesome. You know, I like what they've done with Wanda. I feel like yep. now that she actually has some story, like I feel like she's a pretty cool character. You know, but it's like, you know, Captain Marvel, like I am not a fan of Captain Marvel. So like I, I'm not really. I like Brie Larson, but I don't like her as Captain Marvel, and I don't. I mean, the movie was like okay. Like I didn't like hate it or anything. I just, I don't know. Like, I don't, as a character, she doesn't really. She kind of falls under like the Superman thing, where it's just like sorry to this Superman Alvin. He's a big fan. Can't take it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like, uh, <laughs> no, but, like, Superman sucks. Like, sorry. She's just and like well, like Cap- Captain Marvel. She's just like she's so powerful, right? And it's like well. It's not just that, but she had no character development. Like, that was the problem with the movie, is there was never really a point in the movie where you go, oh, I get her, I I like her, I, I'm compelled by her as a human, like, any of that. Like, there was never a point where I felt like, oh, I really like this character. And the, it's not a diss on the movie. The movie was okay, it was fine, yeah. it's not good, yeah. it's not bad. Um, I think the sequel of that movie has to be like fucking very compelling and it has to yes, make you really like like her as an actress or there's just definitely setting it up for yes rogue stealing her powers and that's yes. that's where they're going with it is she needs to exist solely for the purpose of when we bring the x-men into this yes. rogue popping her stealing her powers and go okay rogue's is badass breeze done and here we go you know yep. that would be that would be cool yeah no and i think I think that's inevitable. Like, I don't know what she signed on for, but the fact that she was barely in the uh, Avengers Endgame makes me kind of think that she's not long for this world anyway. And that she probably signed on for like a three or four movie deal. And she's going to be, obviously they're doing the Marvels, the sequel to, you know, Captain Marvel. But after that, um, I could totally see her being like in X-Men, there's a huge mutant issue. She comes, you know, she's called down to earth to fucking like help whatever is going on. And then rogue fucks her up and then she's gone. Yeah. You know? I, I especially wouldn't be surprised because I know that there is like a good, I know there's haters all the time for everything, but like, sure. I know that there is a good general, like a good amount of, you know, the MCU fan base that is not a fan of Brie Larson as captain. Oh, Martin, tons. So. Yeah, so I feel like that would be an easy way out for them if they wanted to just kind of end it, right? So, But a lot of that, too, was because she wasn't, like, super sexualized. Like, there was a lot of hatred that was like, oh, Brie Larson isn't hot enough to be this character, or Brie Larson's not showing fucking enough of her body off in this costume, and, like, shit like that, where I'm like, yeah, that's, that's not a reason to dislike no, a character. Like, no, I agree. If, if, she, if she did a good job as that character, then people would be compelled by it, but... 
it was a born it wasn't a great movie it was it was fine like yeah there was nothing about that character that made her likable in any way and it's nothing to do with her sexuality of that movie it was just she wasn't a likable character in that movie she she had no compelling character traits that made you root for her um she did fine as an actress. It wasn't like she did a bad job. The yeah, material no, wasn't there for her. It has to... nothing to do with her skill. At it's no, just... it, the material wasn't there. The line, the dialogue wasn't there for her to be like, oh wow, this, they knocked this out of the park. Like it just, it, it they tried to. I think they tried to lean on, hey, this is going to be nostalgic for those thirty to forty year olds that grew up in the nineties that miss Blockbuster and miss Nirvana yeah. and all these nineties tunes. And this yeah. is what's going to be compelling to them. It's like, oh shit, it's a nostalgia trip. But yes, that's what it made didn't... me like it the most. And I was like, right, oh, man, that's the most like compelling part like of the movie. But it's it's not enough to it's not enough to make you to make it a two good hour movie. movie. Yeah, yeah, it's not enough to make it a good movie. That's what it ultimately comes. One hundred percent. Not again. Let me rephrase that because like it's fine. If it was on, I would yeah. maybe watch it. Maybe, but like. um yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It's a, again, Captain Marvel is a great one where, and I've said this so many times on here, where it's like, it's the origin story formula. It's yes. Captain Marvel versus somebody who either was her mentor or someone who has an identical power set or yeah. somebody who has manipulated her, which in this case was all three of those things. Yeah, so it's like, it literally was like color by number. Like it, it was predictable in yeah. that sense right like been there done so. that we know the marvel formula and they followed that formula play by play and yes you know as much as samuel jackson is like likable in that movie and yeah he's you know, great sam's the best part of that movie to me though i agree i agree and you know i like that a lot of those plot points are probably going to carry on in Secret Wars and carry on in, you know, the sequel. Yes, and, I think so too. And, and stuff like that. Yeah. But nothing in that movie made me go, oh, fuck, I can't wait to rewatch that movie after the theater. Like, it was just like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, that's it's the same as Black Widow. Like, Black Widow just came out on Blu ray and I haven't even bought it yet because I was just like, I don't really feel like rewatching that movie. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I get you for sure, man. I get you. That's that's another one where I'm just like, eh. Yeah, just, I'll watch it again eventually, but yeah, yeah, as of right now, I'm not compelled to go back and watch Black Widow. Like it it wasn't it wasn't great. Yeah, I watched you know. it enough times. By the time we had done our thing, I think I'd watched it like four times. I'm like, that's more than enough. Uh, I've watched it once, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not compelled to go back to it. Maybe you know, maybe in a few years, but. I have to watch things multiple times because my memory is really good. <laughs> I know it's 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 so good, so good. <laughs> um, no, like if I think if if somebody like if I was hanging out with somebody or or whatever, and they hadn't seen it, and then they were like, "Oh, I really want to watch that movie," I'd probably sit down and watch it again. But like, it's not a movie where I'm like, "Oh man, there were so many scenes in that movie I'd love to watch again." Like it just yeah. it was very bland, you know. So. Yeah, I agree. Hello, BC Sasquatch. And I agree with Astonishing Black Widow. See, Black Widow would have fared way better if it came out in its chronological order. 100%. 100%. But I get, I get why it didn't and couldn't. But I mean, for that reason alone, it's like none of the stakes really matter. Like, it's just like, it really doesn't matter how this ends. It's not, we know what happens. So it's like. Yeah. 
Well, like I said, it should have came out either before or after Endgame. Like, yeah. it should have ended that phase, or it should have came out before Endgame, and you saw the beginnings of those characters, and then you saw her. You wouldn't, ex- you know, necessarily expected that she dies in Endgame. Like, yeah, they could have cut out that last, you know, scene. Yeah, they could have credits yeah. and, and and set it up yeah. in a way that you you didn't know what happened, and then boom, you're kind of shocked by it, and then the end credits of Endgame would have been. Yeah, you know, the end credit scene of, of Black Widow, but um I, I think Spider Man should have started this phase. Like I think that would have been a lot smarter move. I agree. And it it really sets up like the fake or out of I, I think Shang Chi would have been a fine start too, because again oh, it's something sure. different. But but yeah, if they could have started with Spider Man, I feel like that would have kicked off. Because I feel like this phase is really completely focuses around the multiverse. So I feel but that's, like that's what I mean. Is it would have yeah. been that fake out of of oh um there's a multiverse thing going on in Spider Man, and then you find out like oh no, it's all a bullshit lie from uh, Mysterio, and there is no multiversal thing. And then hopping into the next movie where you go oh shit, there is a multiversal thing. And I like, see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like it would have yeah. been that double fake out kind of thing where it really makes sense for it to be in this phase because that's what the movie setup kind of is where Black Widow really has nothing to do with this phase at all. Like, it just feels like a very uh, standalone side piece, you know? Yeah. So Comments are great. <laughs> you're going to get us fucking blocked off of Instagram. So there's comments. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> but I agree. Man, I can't wait to make fun of Venom next week with you. I hope we oh, get to. Oh, it's going to be bad. I hope we get to. Apparently, it's like 90 minutes or 88 minutes or something. Like, it's supposed Perfect. to be really short. Nice yeah. and quick. Get me in, get me some laughs, and get me the fuck out. But, you know, <laughs> like we said last week, there's all these rumors <laughs> that um, Venom possibly is in the new Spider-Man movie. So That uh, Eddie Bra- uh, Tom Hardy? Well, the rumor is that Venom too, like Venom, is in 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 No Way Home, but he's also I don't know if it's Eddie Brock or Venom, but right. that is setting basically by the end of that movie they're setting up a Spider-Man four with Venom, like that's going to be the big setup is mm. Spider-Man I mean, Venom. So uh, look, I'm even going to go and see Venom. <laughs> so it's like I, the thing is, this is it. It's like Venom is in like my top ten favorite comic book characters like i like i like venom a lot right so it's 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 i didn't love the first movie i felt like it was like and i've said it here again before so many times it's like it it was pre-mcu comic book movie it's like like it fits with the raimi spider-man movies because they're corny they're like they're cheesy they poke they make fun of themselves but like in all the wrong ways like I don't know. Like he looked great, yeah. And like, and it's not that I don't. I mean, I don't, I'm not like a huge Tom Hardy fan, but um, also I didn't like have any real beef with him as Eddie Brock. It didn't really connect for me. But like sure. to me, I'm more interested in Venom than I am Eddie Brock. But like from what I've seen from this trailer for for Venom Two, all of like the Deadpool type shenanigans that I've got symbiote Venom hanging out on. Brock's shoulder and he's like I'm going to eat your cat I'm going to eat Mrs. Chong or whatever from the grocery yes. store or whatever totally. 
like I'm like if I have to sit through 45 minutes of that I'm gonna fucking blow my brains out in the theater like I just I fucking can't handle that horrible dog shit I just I can't like, like no I, I 100% agree with you like it seems like they're going for that Deadpool vibe of like um, breaking the fourth wall and like trying to be really really funny but none of it lands and it's written terribly and yeah. it's acted badly and shot badly and at least it looks cool and that's what they're leaning on. But like, I totally agree with you. Like, it looks like it was like, it, it looks, the trailers have not compelled me in any way to think that this movie is going to be good. Yeah, so I would love for it to be great. I would love a great Venom movie, but judging off those trailers, I have a feeling this movie is going to be like awful. Yeah. I think, um, it works for it. Deadpool because yes, it's, it's well-written and it's funny. Yes. The thing is, Deadpool is literally the epitome. It's like I always say with my Deadpool figures, my favorite shelf to do is my Deadpool shelf. Because, like, you could make him do anything and, and it it's works. completely in character. It works. He could be breaking the fourth wall. He is in my thing breaking out of a package. Like, out yeah. of a package. Can, like, totally. And that works because it's Deadpool and but that's it, what you expect from Deadpool. It's also Ryan Reynolds has those chops as an actor mm-hmm. to compel to compel you to like like he's likable even though yes. he's a dickhead and he's it's like funny and the dialogue works where Tom Hardy and I'm not trying to be offensive to Tom Hardy I think he's an okay actor but he doesn't have those comedic chops where you yes, go I agree. oh he doesn't fuck, have the timing I, yeah the timing's yeah. off the likability's off yeah. you're not interested in Tom Hardy um or, or Eddie Brock as a character. Like, there's nothing about him that's like, oh, this guy's a really likable dude. They set him out to be like a fucking asshole douchebag, which fits Eddie Brock as a character, but that doesn't make you like him as a person. Like, you like Deadpool at the beginning of that movie. Like, you, you, you like him as a character because he's kind of like a, a tragic hero, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. It, it compels you to to find him, you know, at least somewhat human and and likable and funny. And and Tom Hardy has none of those elements. And that's not a diss against Tom Hardy. That's just the way the movie is written. And him as an actor don't coalesce into a movie where you go, oh, this really works as a comedy movie, and it doesn't really work as an action movie. It's just like in some weird phantom zone where it doesn't work either way. Yeah, like. To me, the biggest issue with a crossover is like, I'm fine with it, especially if Kevin Feige's got at the helm and is overseeing it. But my issue is, is like, if I see a Venom and a Spider-Man and Venom is the one cracking more jokes than Spider-Man is, I'm going to have a huge fucking problem with that. Like, totally. Like, I, I just, I can't do that. <laughs> so. Well, not just that too, but like, okay, if they do set up Venom and Spider-Man, let's say in the end credit scene of Spider-Man 3, um, in walks Eddie Brock into whatever the Daily Planet or or not Daily Planet, uh, fucking uh, what the fuck you call it? The Daily Bugle. Daily Bugle, sorry. Um, and they set that whole thing up, and they go, okay, Spider Man Four is going to be Eddie Brock and 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 that whole thing, that um, everything like that. The timeline doesn't even really work. Like, like our Spider Man is basically a high school student that. They set up Eddie Brock to be like a thirty-five-year-old. Like it just doesn't really yeah. work. 
No. Like, yeah, imagine it's like Eddie Brock, like the 35 year old has beefs with this high school kid. That's what I mean. Like, what? Eddie Brock will beat the shit out of fucking Peter Parker? Hey, I'm beating up a kid that's like 17. Like, (laughs) yeah, that would be weird. It feels like Marvel had a lot to do with how Spider Man is being written and released and all that stuff like they knew that they needed a young guy they need they knew that they wanted to set it in high school and all this stuff and it feels like sony was like hey we're gonna do a venom movie we're gonna build this whole spider-man universe sony verse whatever but they didn't actually think it through of like how this was gonna work in timelines and actors ages and how this was gonna work and now they're kind of in a fucking hole where they go oh we've we've put all this money into this universe and we need to get our money back and we have no way of doing that so we're just gonna fucking shoehorn all this shit into it and hope that people like it and if they don't well fuck you know great this chat is just fucking wild awesome so fucking funny (laughs) i don't know i i just i don't see how these movies work together and unless there's a big time jump that, like, by Spider-Man 4, like, we get a Peter Parker that's, like, a university grad that's, like, you know, in his late 20s or mid-20s. And, you know, Tom Hardy's just kind of, like, the dickhead working at the, you know, as a photographer. What I don't know exactly how they're going to do it, but... yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah I, don't I, I don't know how it works. I, I don't, unless maybe they're not going to lean into that aspect of it, and it's just going to be a whole like symbiote yeah. suit battle. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think, um, like I said, I'm happy. They can do whatever they want with the MCU movies, and I'm going to be at least open to the idea. Um, but if they don't change that character, like I, like I said, I don't want comedy venom. So like. If you want to do comedy Venom in the Venom movies, sure, go ahead. <laughs> God, I hope so. Uh, lucky guy. <laughs> if he is. Uh, sorry, what if it, what, the chat is uh, currently saying, what if Eddie is screwing Aunt May? And um, it is weird that Aunt May and our, our Spider-Man universe is like, a hot forty-year-old aunt, and in the original Spider-Man, she's like ninety-five. Yeah, she's like old, little old lady. It did, it doesn't really work. I never understood why she was so old in those movies because I'm like, she's she's Peter's aunt, like she's not Peter's grandma. Like, grandma like, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't really work. But yeah, um, no, I I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna work, but I hope it's. I hope. They can do it well. I would love to see Venom in Spider-Man. So, like, I love Venom as a character. Me too. And I, I don't know. It, it'd be great if it worked. I think um, what's his face as Carnage looks really bad. Yeah, I do. I agree. I feel like that is a humongous miscast. But some people totally out agree. there don't agree. So I guess teach their own. But I would say that that's a pretty fucking weird casting choice to have Woody Harrelson play Carnage. Like, it I looks- know he can play crazy, but like. He plays like it's not the crazy aspect that bothers me. It just him in that movie. It it just looks cheesy. Like it looks 
badly casted, badly written. Like just from the trailer, watching it, I'm like, it's cringy. Yeah, the trailer was cringy to me too. So that's why I was like, it's gonna be terrible. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait. I'm so so excited to talk to you about it next week. Yeah, man, that's gonna be a fun one. Everybody yeah. here, please come back and bring your funny comments because, oh man, we could have some fun next week. Next week will be a shit show of <laughs> Trash and Venom 2. Everybody here, oh no, I don't want to say this because it's going to make it make a shit ton of money. Well, a shit ton of money making seven people go see this movie, but um, go see Venom 2 next fucking Friday so that please. we can all so go on track and fucking chat about this because it's going to be a mess. It's going to be an absolute mess. <laughs> Eddie says to Peter, when I see your aunt, your aunt, my spidey senses tingle too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I love it. So good. Anyway. Spider-Man. Yeah, it would be great if uh, Marvel got... Oh, hello. I liked it. Went for a little ride. It was almost a crack shot. That's what I've been waiting for. Ooh, buddy. So close. So close. So close. I'm going to just put this down here so it doesn't want to fall. That's good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I would love to see uh, Marvel get those rights back, but I don't know if that. I think it's inevitable. I hope so, because from I, really... I read an article. I don't know whether it was actual truth or not, but that if um, Venom Two and Morbius didn't do well, that Sony would sell the rights back. So yeah, I read that once before too. So hopefully that's not just fanboys wishful thinking and hopefully there's I some think it's pretty safe to say that neither of these movies are going to do well critically yeah you know what though man to, it, like critically doesn't matter like i know it's, it's all about but, money. like i think and these movies made tons of money i know but we're also in a pandemic where i don't know if a ton yeah, of people sorry, are going to go out to see venom 2 a yeah. b morbius looks fucking terrible Morbius was literally the worst pick they could have made for another villain. It's like, if you listed every Spider-Man villain, there would be very few under Morbius that would be less enticing as a movie character for this, for them to focus on. A solo project of all things. Totally. Like, Yeah, um, no, I agree with you. And and so I, I, I think there is a chance that both these movies don't do well and that yeah, Sony goes, hey, uh, we're willing to sell sell you these, you know, IP back for X amount of dollars, yep. and Disney does it. But who knows? Who knows? What, who, we're not doctors. That, that what do we know? Be, that would be amazing if they did, because I would love yeah. to see them do it right. And like, it would be nice to see them work towards something bigger with Tom Holland. Like, they already have given him a lot, considering that situation. In my opinion, like, oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even oh. this upcoming movie, like, I feel like there's going to be a ton of ramifications in this, and if we're getting Daredevil there, or maybe not Daredevil, but at least Matt Murdock, and we're going to get Doctor Strange, we're just going to get yeah. Wanda, there's a chance we might get, you know, other characters, like... Yeah, world building. Yeah, so it's it's crazy to see that in a Sony movie, really. Like, I know it's an MCU movie, but it's still a Sony yeah. movie. No, totally. I totally agree with you. So, hopefully, like, we can all it'll all be worth it and we can eventually get that back and yeah, man. fucking piss off there's so many movies coming out in the next like two months that I want to see that like this is going to be a good time I'm, I'm yeah. sorry yeah man what else is coming up um, and Eternals Venom Eternals and then there's uh, the Halloween sequel right 
Uh, Dune. Right. Um, I heard Dune was so good. I've heard Dune's really good. I don't know if it's actually really good or uh, who knows, but so, um, um, yeah, it looks interesting. I haven't read the book. Um, the new Matrix movie comes out in December. You the Spider-Man movie book? comes out in December. Good night, Astonishing. Thanks for uh, joining the chat. Appreciate oh. you. Mike. Oh, my chat stopped working. Oh, that sucks. It's all good, buddy. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's like at least like six or seven movies in the next few months. Oh, the new uh, James Bond movie is coming out in November. Like, there's a, lot. A, there's a ton of movies I, I can't you, wait for. Are you a Bond guy? Um, off and on. Um, I like the Daniel Craig Bonds more than I've liked pretty much any other Bond in the series. Okay. Um, Goldeneye obviously was like a huge movie for me in, you know, mid nineties, just because yeah, yeah. of the N64 game the and then seeing game? the yeah. movie. Um, I've gone back and watched some of the older Bond movies, but like a lot of them are pretty dated at this point where it's, they're pretty hard to go back to. Yeah. I've, I've, um, I remember watching the movie of Goldeneye and being like, I don't want to play this game because that movie was not for me. <laughs> And then I ended up getting obsessed with the game, but yeah, I had no. So good. Yeah, um, I feel like they would do well if they, because I know they're rebooting Bond after this, right? Like, because they're yeah. this is his last thing. I feel like they would do well to like change it up and like do something like more of a period set where it's like back, like in a different time when you can like strip down the technology. So like, you know, yeah. like a sixties Bond again. Yeah. That would be cool. And I feel like that's trendy right now, too, to, like, go back. I feel like that would be smart of them to... Well, there's a lot of rumors that they want to do a female Bond. There's a lot yes, of rumors they want to do a black Bond. Yeah. Um, I'm fine with either. I, I, I'm i not, like, a Bond fucking standard where I'm like, oh, they have to make a, another white male Bond. Like, yeah, yeah. I couldn't care less. Do whatever you want with the character. He's not that important yeah. to me, personally. Yeah, um. I think as long as they're fun action films, I'm in. But like to me, the most recent three, four Mission Impossible movies are far better than anything we've gotten out of Bond in the last 20 years. Like yeah. that's my opinion. Um, I think they should probably set it back far enough where we don't have cell phones and everything like that in Bond. Yeah. Just it's the same as horror films, like cell phones immediately take you kind of out of the movie where you go, oh, just call the cops, just call your mom, just call whoever, like, and then they gotta go, oh, there's no signal, what's going on? Throw the phone into the forest, like, you know, it's, that's kind of the problem with it, but, um, yeah, I think we're gonna get a lot more of, like, 80s and 90s nostalgic movies in that way where they're gonna go, hey, technology's gone too far. We need to set this in the 80s or the 90s, especially because all of the people that like from that era are now going to be nostalgic for that era. So right. you're going to see a lot of that. I think, you know, Stranger Things really kicked that off as like an indie yes. show. But yeah, um, totally. I think you're going to see a lot of that. Like, I would not be surprised if they brought back um, that 70s show, but brought it back as like that 90s show and started that up. Let's oh, that would be a good like, idea. Would not shock me at all. Yeah. That would be a smart idea, actually. You'd probably play to a good... I mean, it probably wouldn't work for us who grew up in the 90s, but it would probably no. work for a different audience. It worked for, like, the teenagers of today who didn't grow up yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. Who were like, yeah. oh, man, my parents are fucking losers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. 
Mm, and then, you know, people like me who have no children who are like, <laughs> you fucking stupid kids. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. I try, buddy. I try every week. <laughs> anyway, I think that's everything. I think we've covered a lot today. I think we did cover a lot today. So next week, Venom 2 spoilers. What if episode 8? I'm buying tickets right now. I'm going to do it right after we're done talking here. And Matt's last episode for three weeks or two weeks. Two, so two, weeks. two weeks. Two weeks. So next week, I want a big turnout. I want everybody to come back. Let's talk Venom 2 together. And um, we'll go from there. Fucking ace. So, yeah. Follow Matt at, at Customs by Matthew. Follow me at We Smoke Media. Uh, our art is done by at Genie Milner Art. And yeah, we're also available on Spotify at Apple Music and or Apple Podcast, whatever it's called. I don't use Apple fucking products, so what the fuck do I know? <laughs> um, you know, like, subscribe, comment, tell a friend, tell a family member, you know, all that shit. One, one follower away from 100 on Instagram. I know, I'm at 99. I'm stuck at 99. What What is going on? Somebody go get your grandma to sign up for us, please. Just give us a follow. Any of you people in the chat that aren't currently following us or people listening to this in the future, please come by fucking uh, Instagram. Just follow. Give it. Get us over 100. That's all I want. Yeah. It's true. We won't ask for any more inappropriate back rubs if you... DC Scott's man, right there. Started following me. I think that's 100. Yeah, Should be at 100 now. There's 100. Let's check. We'll celebrate. Officially the number one hundred. Yep. Yep. Well, thank you, sir. Or man. I assume man, because you're man. But you know, sure. who knows? He's local. That's great. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate that. We're finally at hundred. So <laughs> yeah, us. Fucking A. That's awesome. Woo! We did it. And we're early. We still have a two three months. Three months, three months early get. of my goal, so now, in three months, I want us at 200. Yeah, I said it. And I'm going I, bold. And I want us at 1,000. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think you're going to be disappointed. But I'm the king of disappointment. So, <laughs> King of wishful thinking. <sighs> okay, so next week, we're going to do Venom. We're going to do What If. And then it's going to be fun. And we're going to hopefully have some good chats. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'm in... And everybody come back next week and we'll have a good chat. Good chat. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Okay, man. Peace. See you next week.